All right, welcome to the Becoming Human podcast, where we discuss art as a tool for self-discovery. This is Jared McHugh. In this episode, we have our first interview with Gilbert White. So Gilbert is a working artist living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's a painter, he also works in ink, and more recently, he's been doing plenty of tattoo work. And in this conversation, we cover a lot of ground. We talk about art as a way of seeing oneself, art as something that's that's crucial to identity. Um, and then later in the conversation, we talk about tattooing as, as a kind of spiritual process. Gilbert has really, really fascinating thoughts on, on that idea. And I want to add, um, before we get into the interview, I, I met Gilbert almost two years ago now. So I'm recording this on March 9th, March 9th, 2023, and uh, I first met Gilbert actually to interview him for another podcast um, in June of 2021, so nearly two years ago. And at the time, I was working on a podcast called The Synchronous City, where I was interviewing um, Albuquerque artists specifically. So, you know, this thing was pretty new, and I I made an Instagram post saying, you know, anyone in town want to meet up for an interview? And I think Gilbert was... I think the the only one to reach out actually at that point which was which was really cool of him um he was like 19 years old at the time and had never done an interview or anything so he admitted to me recently he had he had been kind of nervous for it but um but it was cool he showed up and we had a great conversation and um you know i've been reflecting on kind of where he was at as an artist in june of 2021 and where he's at now um in that first conversation he hadn't done any tattoo work yet um which is a serious thing, you know, to, to, you know, evolve as an artist from just working on the page to, to you know, working on, on people's skin and, and people's bodies and, and developing the confidence to do that. And, and you know, people people trusting your art enough to let you do that. I mean, that's that's a really fantastic thing that, that Gilbert's doing. Um, and then, of, co- of course, also reflecting on my own growth as an artist, you know, developing this uh, second podcast, which is... I think a bit more clear to my goals than uh, than the first podcast, The Synchronous City, two years ago. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out that old episode, uh, just search The Synchronous City wherever you get your podcasts. You can find the episode with Gilbert. Um, it'd be interesting to kind of compare these two and sort of parallel them. Um, great. Anyway, enjoy this podcast and make sure after listening, you um, look at Gilbert's work. You can check it out on Instagram. Um, check out at phantom.flesh. That's his tattoo page. You can also look at at Psyche Surrealism, where he has more of his paintings and kind of traditional work. And then also his website is gilbertwhiteart.com, and we'll put all of that in the show notes. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, about three quarters into the conversation, uh, Gilbert's dog, Izzy, comes in to hang out. So um, <laughs> there'll be kind of a break in the conversation. You'll, you'll see what I mean. Um, if you listen close enough, you can hear Izzy panting too. Anyway, just want to point that out so, so the uh, break in the conversation makes more sense. Alright, recording. Alright, what's up? What's up, Jared? Hey. <laughs> nice to see you again. Yeah, you too. Alright, so... Okay, so with the Becoming Human Project, the whole idea is that uh, we're exploring art as, as a path of self-discovery, self-revelation, um, using art to see ourselves more deeply and then grow through that process. Um, so I guess I'll just start with like a really general question. Does, does that speak to your art at all? Has your art, you know, been part of a larger process of self-development and self-growth in your life? Um, I definitely say yes. Art is an integral part of my identity and has always been something that I use to express myself and to discover more about who I am and just feel more comfortable in my own like skin kind of yeah yeah can you say more about that because you, you mentioned like um art's been integral to your identity right so yeah. I mean like yeah can you just say more on that yeah um I kind of feel I feel like I've always made art to express myself um, express my thoughts, express like my the inner workings in my mind, and it's almost like and my identity is constantly changing. You know, I have some fixed pieces of my identity, like my heritage and like 
my, you know, I guess, I don't know where I come from and stuff like that. But I think as I grow, I am constantly changing and constantly evolving and learning new things and um, changing it up. So I feel like since my identity isn't fixed, art is kind of a process that I engage in throughout my life just to understand myself as I change and you know like fleeting thoughts like to capture those fleeting thoughts that once like represented who I was and right right it kind of gives me a glimpse into like my past like what I've been through my experiences and helps me feel more grounded to myself I think <laughs> yeah no I love that because like yeah. like the idea is that I mean, art's really a mirror, right? It's mm -hmm. like you're creating this thing that becomes an artifact of who you once were. Yeah, yeah. You know, so similar to like a journal entry or something like mm -hmm. that, um, you know, you open it up and you go, oh, wow, that, that was my concerns three years ago or mm -hmm. six months ago or whatever. That was my preoccupations. That's who I was. It's almost a way of like setting down a, a checkpoint or some kind of flag that you can refer back to. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Um kind of bookmarks your mm -hmm. certain places in your life like um, and yeah I, I I really feel like art grounds me a lot and just it definitely just like helps me understand the world better like myself better yeah because um, I don't feel like I really know myself very much like as much as I think I do like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I feel like I just I surprise myself even you know yeah yeah, and I, I mean, that's like the beauty of it too, right? Because sometimes we make something that can be like heavily symbolic and then we don't, um, we, we don't actually realize what it is we're creating until, until later. Yeah, like in retrospect, then you understand things a little better, but yeah. in the moment, it's kind of just like happening. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. W would you describe your art as Southwest art? Um, I think it's kind of it's kind of gone that way um, recently, and that's because I think part of the reason is because I've more embraced like my existence in the Southwest or like my my background in the Southwest, and I've also just been exploring a lot more, um, doing a lot of hiking and going out in nature and just like getting familiar with the land in New Mexico especially yeah. and I feel like I feel a deep sense of pride now coming from this desert landscape and I feel like it is a really important part of me that is also unique and like unique um, in the sense that like I'm part of I'm, I came from this part of the world that's like no other and so I kind of embrace that because I know that it's kind of something that sets me apart from other people. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I think it's really like interesting. And it also, um, it also kind of connects. Like when I first started doing with art, I was heavily into alien imagery and like, that's right. Yeah. Like, um, what do you call it? Like, I guess just out there, like spirit, like spirituality and like alien imagery and like, uh, extraterrestrial kind of like psychedelic things um like things that seem out of this world but i think one thing about the desert that i love so much is that it, it kind of is like an alien space or like it feels very like out of this world like mars you know it almost feels like we're living on mars and some like sometimes yeah. like um like Jemez looks like Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like some like some places in Nevada look literally like like you could film it and pretend it's Mars. Like yeah. Um, so I think it kind of like connects in that way where um, the desert is to outsiders, especially to people who come from more like lush places or um, you know the coasts or whatever. Like the desert can seem like a de like an alien landscape or like a like a different planet almost so I kind of like that connection yeah 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 so your art definitely is place-based mm -hmm. yeah very inspired by the land I not even intentionally but like I just love it's something that inspires me and keeps me keeps me drawing is just seeing like pretty landscapes and the shapes and you know n natural phenomenon and colors have always inspired me like the desert colors Mm -hmm. and earth tones are like some of my favorite colors that I that I wear on my in my clothing and um 
yeah, I feel like I'm just very, in that way, I'm, I'm connected to the land and inspired by it. Right. So then would you say your art is, it's a way of rooting, like a way of grounding into, into the space around you? Yeah, right? I would definitely say that. Um, like art in general just keeps me, keeps me grounded and reminds me of who I am, where I come from. And I, yeah, I just feel, I do feel grounded. I feel like calm and, and balanced when I'm making art, I'd say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there is a way in which it like, it, it becomes like a tether, you know, it definitely like, or like an umbilical cord or something like, like the images that you're creating. I don't know. They're either expressive of this like deeper connection or they are that deeper connection itself you know, to, to the space oh, yeah, that yeah, we're in, yeah. you know, I'm from Long Island, New York originally. And like, um, I mean, I've been here for God, like seven years or something. So mm -hmm. it's definitely influenced my art and developed my art, but there's still, sometimes I'll be drawing and I can feel the Northeast influence. And then sometimes <laughs> I'm drawing and I'm like, Oh, that feels more deserty. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do feel like art is very like, like the land and art are very grounding. Um, I feel like I am an extension. Like I've always felt this way ever since I was younger. Like I am an extension of nature or an, ex mm. an embodiment of the creative spirit or an embodiment of creative forces in the universe. And I feel like in that sense, when I'm connected to the land or connected to my art, I'm connected to a higher power, a higher source, or like mm. a deeper, like a deeper entity or deeper, like underlying energy kind yeah. of. So in that sense, I, I understand what you mean about the like umbilical cord type, like connection. Yeah. 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 The images we create like are the tether at some level. And I, I like yeah, what you're saying, yeah. I'm feeling like, part of nature right like mm. i was listening to the radio on the way here and listening to npr and they're talking about um some album that's being released of like universe sounds i guess these physicists mm. or whoever like that's cool. are recording the cosmos and you know oh, putting yeah. it on, yeah. on records or whatever and um well probably not records because it's 2023 <laughs> <laughs> but i thought it was interesting because the way that the um um that they're talking about it on NPR, they're saying like, yeah, we want to record the sounds of the universe as if it's something separate, right? And it's like, no, mm -hmm. this this conversation that's happening right now is oh, yeah. one of the sounds the of universe, the universe, right? Because yeah. it's like we're also yeah, I guess they gotta be, in it, you know, it's like they have to be a little universe? more specific, I guess, like yeah, like space, like are they thinking about like outer space, like sounds of outer yeah, space yeah, and stuff? Like, yeah, larger, yeah, like cosmic outer space sounds. Um, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but the way, that, yeah, it is super cool. I thought it was funny just the way they described it was like the universe is something out there separate <laughs> far away and it's like no it's right this yeah is and it. a lot yeah. of people think that way too like people don't necessarily see themselves from a third point of view mm. um and I think that's that's um noticeable when people talk about like things like aliens you know they they think of mm -hmm. aliens as like something out there Right. Whereas we could be aliens to a different alien species. Like right, we, exactly. Yeah. Like we could be that. I don't know. Um, but that's cool. I'm, I'm kind of interested in getting that album. <laughs> yeah, no, it does sound really cool, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think the, the othering quality of, of art that you're describing, too, is, is... I mean, I think that's part of, like, that self-growth. I think one of, um, you know, the marks of... of maturation of growing as an individual is sort of stepping away from yourself and realizing that other people exist in a way that's mm -hmm. as significant and real as your your own existence right like everyone has a subjective experience that's just as real as my own or your own right and i think yeah i think art can help us sort of like see that you know i mean especially when you're looking at someone else's art and realizing like oh this person is feeling quite a bit you yeah know, and they're, they're yeah, transmitting cool. that and making the viewer realize like oh there's yeah this this person there's, has their own there's something deeper experience. than just yeah. like what people see like they experience a deeper they have a deeper experience than most people would assume because mm -hmm. it is interesting when i meet people and then they like tell me they're an artist and then i look at their art and i'm like wow you're like a deeply intricate like person with like right like mm -hmm. like 
fascinations and curiosities and um like interesting thoughts and visions and yeah it's pretty cool to like i I love looking at other people's art like that's probably the main thing that i like connect with people on if they make art i feel like we're friends already like i can understand (laughs) like i can understand them a lot deeper than yeah. if, um, then even through like a conversation, right? Like for some reason, I I just love I love looking at people's artwork, even if they don't even consider themselves like artists. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, do you draw like ever? And they're like, no, not really. But like I do this thing. It's not really art. And I'm like, dude, that's art. Like you're creating yes, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, I feel like that. That's a big thing. Like I feel like I don't know if it's like I don't know our American culture in particular or just like a human thing or what but I feel like there's constantly this sense of like self erasure or like self um self abnegation where it's like oh I'm not an artist we're always kind of like deferring to other people I'm not an artist I'm not Mm -hmm. good at what I do I'm not this I'm not that you know this almost like living as a form of apology where it's like (laughs) no celebrate yourself like you're an artist you know yeah I think art is just like art is so interesting because it can be it can be like a pretentious thing it can be like a like perceived as like a a privileged like thing to do or i don't know something like that but at its root art is just expression in my opinion um i know a lot of people have different definitions for art but I, i see art as just an expression like human expression yeah um Art can be anything from like cooking to to drawing to right. to like organizing their phone a certain way or like you know even like taking photos is like artful you know yeah. like um, so I see everyone as artists but I, I also like understand the distinction between like like being a, a an artist like just a human or being like an artist as like a profession in society. Um, but I think people get mixed the two sometimes like think that like art is a profession or art is like a a job or something like that whereas mm-hmm. where whereas I see art it's just being like a like a in instinct that people just have um, or like creativity is just an instinct that people or a skill or a muscle that people need to yeah. like um, exercise kind of and yeah I, I love I love seeing people's art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's a question that came to mind uh, as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a, I guess you would call it an epic poem. It's like a, it's like a 200 page long poem um, by this guy Ed Dorn. It came out in like, I think, the first part came out in 1968, and it. Uh, a good portion of it takes place in New Mexico and there's this like interdimensional cowboy that comes down to New Mexico to like enlighten the people. It's like really mm-hmm. alien and deserty and interesting. It's playing on sort of like, um, um, Westerns that you see at, in film at the time and, and that sort of stuff. Um, but Ed Dorn, really fantastic poet. And he lived in, uh, Albuquerque for some time. Um, but he has he has a quote where he says expression is not responsible to anything um which i've always just kind of carried that mm. with me i think there, there's something interesting in that idea but but you were describing art as expression so is expression responsible to anything is art responsible to anything i, I guess maybe i'm thinking specifically in terms of like um politics or using like does it need to be done with intention is that what you're saying or like does it need to like solve things or yeah 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 like is the function of it to like fix something or do something political or or social or anything like that or does it just exist for itself see that's like a hard question because art is such a metaphysical like concept (laughs) and like topic and there's so many different ways of interpreting the term art and like understanding that whole like realm of humanity but i don't really in my opinion i don't think that art needs to serve a purpose or like i think we i think like not like anything grand or anything but um i i do think that art is made with intention like yeah. just innately like that's kind of like a a property of art like in order to make art you have to intend to create or intend Mm -hmm. to like do something with your art whether it's just being something pretty like to look at 
um, be, being aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing or like, or having a deeper message like about politics or um, culture or something like that. So I think there's always somewhat of an intention underlying the artwork that's being made. Mm. Um, but I don't think it needs to be anything like specifically or there's no like criteria or like like responsibility it needs to serve like it's pretty open-ended I think and um like it could be any intention I think yeah how about in the context of tattooing because you've been doing a good amount of tattooing and and um yeah I guess what are like the responsibilities of tattooing because that seems to shift mm-hmm. we were talking the other well, day and you mentioned even yeah it's like a sort of ritual even so yeah like, what's, what's even like tattooing there? even the industry of tattooing is so multifaceted and every artist brings their own perspective and their own um has their own way of doing things um i've met some artists who are very traditional and who um try to carry tradition like um whether it's the style the imagery or like honoring like the older tattoo artists um some some artists don't even consider themselves artists. Some of them like consider themselves tattooists, which is like a whole different topic. But like, oh, interesting. I, I never heard that before. Like, yeah, I've I've met people oh. who are like who have expressed that to me that they don't even see themselves as artists. They see themselves as tattooists. Like it's like mm-hmm. a different aspect of culture. But you know, I believe that like the way I approach tattooing is I do have a strong purpose. I, I see myself as like fulfilling a need for people to express themselves and for people to decorate their like flesh vessels. (laughs) (laughs) And it's almost like for, for me, it's a spiritual process because I know that I'm putting someone through trauma and, and they're overcoming their trauma with something mm. like beautiful with like a with like something to show for and something like it's like a rite of passage almost or like um like i see it as like a spiritual process um people are testing their own limits of like pain and like right their own ideas of beauty and stuff like that mm. and yeah my intention is just to help people express themselves and help people be happy with who they are and like i like it serves a lot of purposes like some people might want to get tattoos in a certain area of their body that they aren't very comfortable with or like not very confident about but then they get a tattoo and they feel more confidence like they they want to show off their body more they want to like um yeah like like so in that way um or people get memorial tattoos a lot and honor or like um permanently like uh mark their skin to remember somebody um and so yeah i do feel like i bring a strong intention into tattooing and it, it's it's sometimes a different intention than others but and some people just want something pretty like um but my intention as like an artist is just to give people a good experience i try to give them a good experience and like a, a spiritual experience in some ways and just um yeah, help them achieve whatever their individual intentions are with with the tattoo. Yeah, I love that. Decorate your flesh vessel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I love thinking of, like, humans that way. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Because <laughs> we're all just, like, we're impermanent beings, too. Like, um, yeah. I think it's funny when people talk about tattoos being permanent because I'm like, n- like, ultimately, like, humans aren't permanent. Right. You know? yeah. Like, our, our skin's going to decay in a pretty short amount of time really and like we don't know how long we have to live even so decorating your skin as well while you have it is like is a fun idea for me yeah yeah that's neat that's really cool and also what you're bringing to it like i like i don't know whenever it was six months ago or something i was hanging out with a few friends and this one guy is a kind of friend of a friend and he's doing uh stick and pokes mm-hmm. um and then someone asked if he would do a stick and poke for them and he said no not tonight i'm feeling kind of off and anxious yeah and i don't want <clears throat> to take that energy and oh yeah embed it into your skin essentially um which was cool because it showed just like that this guy had like a respect for mm-hmm. you know for art for the body for the images that he's you mm-hmm. know literally embedding into the skin yeah um 
and yeah, I think there's something really there. Like if art does carry an energy, which I think it does, I mean, that energy is, seems to be amplified if you're then attaching it oh, to yeah. the body in that significant yeah. of a way. So the, the, the environment that's done in the, the space that the, that the artist is in as mm -hmm. they're doing it, I think all that matters. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I definitely try to be mindful of how I'm feeling too. Um, yeah, art, like tattoo art is deeper than just making the marking or like the mm -hmm. art in general. Um, it like for me, I, I try to provide an experience for people. So I bring them into my space, which I've carefully like decorated and curated. Um, before each session, I make sure I have all the supplies and I make sure I have some snacks for them. And I, I try to keep in contact with them and be professional. And then when they come into the space, you know, or like before they come into the space, I, I make sure everything's like properly placed. All my lights are on, like the ambiance is there. Like I light a candle. Um, I, I, I say my affirmations, like, which helps me not bring like negative energy into the tattoo session. And then I try like throughout the tattoo, I give, I try to be aware of like how I'm speaking to them and like the whole experience. Like I want people to have a good experience. Um, and that's because I kind of approach it like as a spiritual process. Um, and I, yeah, I, I do think it's just deeper than just like the artwork that you're putting on them. So I try to be mindful of like every part of the process. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely agree that like, it's good when tattoo artists don't like push themselves or force things to happen or bring in negative like energy into the session like i think that's a sign of a really thoughtful artist and it treats the art more like as medicine versus mm -hmm. just as like a, um as just a means of making money right, right yeah 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 so going back to the idea of like responsibility and whether like art or expression is you know responsible to anything or it's just there for itself um i think at some level it is just like responsible to itself you know art is responsible to art that's it you know mm -hmm. and that includes a lot you know that includes everything you just said about you know mindfully approaching your practice you know i think whether it's tattooing or doing it on a page or a mural or any of that um you know i think doing it with a level of a sense of responsibility and and maturity kind of you know and, and realizing mm -hmm. that what you're sort of you're really birthing something right i mean yeah. you're, you're bringing something into the world that did not exist before, you're you're right? definitely so. like making an impact on other people which gives it responsibility yeah I think. yeah um and you have to kind of think about you know well i like to think about at least um, not every artist is the same but i think even you think this way too like thinking about the client and how they'll feel or how they'll think of the artwork and also thinking about like any observer or audience member who might see the artwork like how will they feel or how, how yeah. will they be impacted by the art yeah 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 and that's how like that's just how personally i have approached art my my whole life like I, I try to think about like people like the observer like how can mm -hmm. I impact them yeah positively you know yeah 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 so it, in a way it is like a selfless act then too right realizing mm -hmm. that it's not it's not again, just for money yeah or, I mean you know it is if you're trying to mm -hmm. survive off your art which is a very valid thing to do you know I don't think that's like a motivator yeah I'd say yeah, it's but it's not it's not the it's whole not central yeah, yeah it's not the whole purpose mm-hmm and I think we're kind of forced, like, as artists to think about money. Like, a lot of artists don't want to think about money. And I've met yeah. so many artists who are discouraged from continuing to make their art because they either have a job that they need to keep and, like, don't have time to make art or they just don't believe that they can make art doing, um, make money doing art or they don't want to make art, make money doing art. Like, they feel mm -hmm. a sense of, um, they feel like it almost spoils their art. Right, right. Like money yeah. corrupts, which I understand, but at the same time, like, it, I don't know. It's like a cop-out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we have, God, I've been learning a lot about my own relationship to money and, and mm -hmm. where we kind of get our relationships to money, you know, and yeah. like, um, 
because it is relationship, you know, like, mm-hmm. like everything. So, so it's oriented by, you know, the people around you, what you, what was your parents' relationship to money, all that sort of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. whether or not you think you're, you're deserving of a materially well-off life and all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but at this point I've been thinking of money as, as a way of, you know, purchasing freedom, essentially yeah, like yeah. purchasing freedom to just, mm-hmm do what I naturally do, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is make art, you know, and I, I don't think that I would be contributing more to society if I was like, I don't know, just, just like flipping burgers or some shit, you know, <laughs> like, I don't think I'm, I'd be contributing more to society yeah. than if I'm doing what I'm doing no, now, yeah, that's the making images, putting out, mm-hmm. you know, important conversations about creativity, thoughtful yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. I think that's way more of a societal contribution than just Seriously, sort of like, yeah moving shopping carts at Whole Foods, which I did yeah. a while ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think um, that's, like, the hard thing when it comes to being an artist is, like, it's really difficult nowadays because things are so expensive. Um, but it's also, like, the easiest it's ever been to be, like, an artist, like a self-made artist. Yeah. Like, full-time artist, professional. Um, but, like, um, it's definitely personally my biggest value that I've been able to contribute that I feel like I'm able to contribute to my community um and I I have had other like opportunities to go through like traditional schooling or like higher education and um it's not that I was bad at school or bad at like not uninterested in topics like I was I was immensely interested in like every single subject that I ever learned in school like I could see myself being like a physicist or you know like um like going into history, like Native American history or being a professor, like I could see myself doing so many different things um, that require higher education. But like, I felt like an, like a res- almost a responsibility to use my art, which came naturally, like mm. making art just came naturally. Um, I felt the responsibility to use that and contribute that to society because I felt like that was the biggest impact that I was making to other people. Right. And, um, and I, yeah, money is just so, it's, it's, it's a touchy subject, but th- yeah, the way I see it is like, it's purchasing freedom. It's, it's allowing me to live the lifestyle that I, that I desire and that I feel like would, um, support my art, like the best way possible. So that's how I see money. Right. Um, it's pretty much just like, a. A, a way for me to perpetuate my art process right exactly yeah i like that a way for you to perpetuate your art process yeah and i don't see it oh <laughs> there's izzy oh, izzy. <laughs> izzy's home you're you're good with like cutting out stuff right yeah okay yeah, cool yeah, it's cool um okay i'll just start there actually okay cool okay so i'm in uh gilbert's space and he has a sticky note that says, create without attachment and anxiety, give it to the world and let it be. I feel like that taps into like a lot of what we were saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's different though. It's a little bit different because it's almost contradicting what we said about how art can be like a means of finding your identity or like connecting to your identity because it's almost saying creation isn't ours, isn't like ours to possess or isn't ours to keep. Like, um, or artwork isn't ours to keep. Um, I feel like, um, I think that quote is from, it's from a book, might've been Zen and the Art of Making a Living. Um, And it's just some good advice that I've found um, not to not to get too attached. It's almost like a Buddhist way of like approaching art, like not to get too attached to your art. Um, Cause then when you're attached, like a lot of like emotions come up, like anxiety about like it not representing you enough or like it not being like authentic enough or um, it, and then like, um, when you make it like not like feeling possessive over it and not wanting to share it or not wanting to like sell it not wanting to like 
and then like dwelling on like an artwork when you should be kind of like moving on to the next one and like continuing the process because um, mm. I find that's like my one of my issues with making with being a full-time artist is that like I dwell on artwork and it stunts my productivity or stunts my momentum um, right so yeah that's like a little reminder to myself mainly but it, I feel like it could help people who see it if they if they notice it yeah I love that concept just like you put it out in the world and let go of it you know mm-hmm. um cause also like it does have its own lifespan mm-hmm. you know like I've definitely made pieces where like two years later something happened with it whether mm-hmm. okay someone bought it or got it tattooed or whatever but it you know took some time and it's this thing like oh, I had no idea that this sort of thing was going to happen with this piece it takes on its own life and then speaks to people in its own way Mm -hmm. you know yeah and just like how we're our intention with art as like full-time artists is to contribute to society at a certain point you have to let go of your art and let it become part of like other people's lives and um like impact you have to let it go for in order for it to like impact other people deeply or um like allow other people to interpret it or like yeah just allow people to get value out of it yeah and to let the style develop too Mm -hmm. i feel like that's that's like a challenge i've had is like figuring out like who am i on the page right like what's my style and like i was talking to someone at a market the other day and they're like they commented that my stuff was very eclectic mm-hmm. but there was like common themes but like the way in which those themes were done was like a little bit more eclectic yeah um which on one hand i felt like like i i'm, I'm supposed to have like you know one specific style that mm-hmm. is recognizably mine which apparently is good for branding and stuff like that but yeah also yeah. I find it more fun to just kind of make whatever I feel like making in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that feels more natural to me and not try and be committed to a, to a kind of forced style or, or yeah, theme, yeah. you know, so it's like, where, where are the commitments? Maybe look better for social media if all my stuff yeah, looks the exact same, but also who cares? That's yeah. where I've struggled too. It's like, um, approaching art with that business mindset can be kind of difficult and like incompatible sometimes because yeah marketing and branding tells you that like if you stick to a if you're consistent with a certain style then you're like more predictable and like um can like have more cohesive like brand branding and like it'll just like uplift your business I guess but as an artist, I try, like, I can't really attach myself to a certain style because it stunts my creativity, you know? When I right. start thinking inside of a box, like, as, as parameters or, like, a specific style, then that's where I feel, like, more, like, less free and less creative. Right. Um, so I've always struggled with that, too. Like, I, I've never even done a gallery showing, mostly because, like, I don't see, like, my pieces as necessarily fitting together. Mm. Um, like in a series or like consistent way um, to be like shown in a gallery and have like a relationship kind of like that so I kind of struggled with that too um, because I don't want to box myself into a certain style and I feel like when I do feel like oh I'm figuring out my style then that's when it like shifts on me and then I get like then I get like discouraged because I'm like oh it didn't fit my style like it's like (laughs) it's like yeah it's a weird um style is such a weird thing yeah i think people just like to have categories you know yeah people, people like, like to yeah. perceive the world in terms of boxes right yeah, like, people like to define things yeah. and people yeah it's like oh this is predictability and yeah, stuff. yeah predictability and cohesiveness and all of that which there's something to be said for yeah. for all of that you know yeah. but at the same time there's an element of like um yeah, I guess, like, a lack of freedom there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. If it, if it works, though, like, some people get inspired by sticking to a style, and that that's cool, but um, it's just not the way that I work. Right. Like, I could imagine being, like, I don't know, one of these bands that get really big, and then they have their, like, oh, three yeah. songs that yeah. people love, and they play the same three songs at every concert, that sort of thing. I feel like that would get... Um, kind of unfortunate and discouraging you know because mm-hmm. like we we're saying earlier it's like if if 
if the art that you're making is like a book bookmark or an artifact, something like that, um, if you're just like remaining attached to that artifact, you're you're remaining attached to to an old version of yourself, yeah, and yeah. it becomes art as nostalgia, which kind of yeah. stops being art. Then it's just sort of a a practice in nostalgia. Yeah, it almost turns from like a creative artwork to like a craft, like a technical craft. Right. When you like pursue a specific style or or um but I don't know, like that's just my opinion. Um Yeah, I mean there's something to be said for like just like craftsmanship too. Right? Yeah, totally. It's just like being able to mm-hmm. I don't know, just like very cleanly create the same sort of thing over and over again. That's, it's that's definitely a balance. You know? It's a balance of both. Yeah, sort of structure and play. Yep. Because yeah. some some parameters and some restrictions are actually really healthy and can like inspire more mm. creativity, but some can like can stunt you so it's it's a balancing act for sure and like even with tattooing like i i try to be creative with my designing but then like consistency comes into play with the technique that i apply like apply the tattoo or like with my rituals like leading up to the tattoo or cleaning and like you know all of that like there are like standards and like there is like a craft and the technique but it's also like a a balanced balanced with creativity and stuff Mm -hmm. right right yeah, and I think so much of art is about that, striking that kind of balance, mm-hmm. you know. It's pretty difficult. <laughs> it's pretty difficult to, like, remain balanced. Because I, I go out of balance, like, all the time. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, I struggle a lot with, like... Like, there's so many obstacles to being an artist beyond just, like, making art. Or, yeah. like, like um, like things that... Like, it's like a mental game, I'd say it's i struggle a lot with imposter syndrome and productivity and like believing in myself and you know um trusting the process like all of those things like i i go through phases where i i can do that very well like i can be very balanced and then i go through another phase where i'm just like a mess and just (laughs) like not doing like not not making any art and just having like a artist block and you know stuff like that and yeah. it's pretty difficult to sus- like sustainably just like keep keep balanced and like yeah yeah it's weird there's so much like like you mentioned imposter syndrome and feeling i mean there's moments of of creating where i feel like like I'm God or something, you know, it's like, it's like, wow, this is yeah. amazing, you know, like, and <laughs> like you're like, so in the flow, sort of genius. Yeah, and literally. then like 10 minutes later, you know, it's like, wow, yeah. I really suck at this. This yeah. is terrible. Yeah. And just sort of like at some level ignoring both of those, you know, cause it's yeah, like, literally both yeah. of them, like even the God complex or like the, yeah. that attitude can be destructive exactly yeah no it's not helpful because yeah. then you're not seeing or if you it think, critically and yeah all yeah that, you know or if you like make a nice piece and it's like really popular and it blows up and stuff right. and then you like attach yourself to that like right. piece then it's like then everything beyond that if it doesn't reach those standards you feel disappointment and like mm-hmm. um and or you just dwell so hard on that that like you forget that like you are supposed to continue making art and like right. continue exploring the unknown kind of and like yeah it can be can be unhealthy to have either one of those extreme attitudes towards right. art and i guess that's where it gets that sort of buddhist quality again too where it's like you're you're essentially yeah. meditating just like letting yeah. the thoughts go right like you're creating and then your mind's going to tell you how great you are, then your mind's going to tell you mm-hmm. how horrible you are, and you're like, well, neither are true. I'm just going to keep making things and, yeah. and allow it to take the life that it needs to take, and, and that's fine, and that's it. Yeah, and, I feel like those um, like f- Eastern ways of thinking or Eastern philosophies are really helpful tools for artists. Yeah, definitely. Like, And that's why I've always been attracted, and I didn't dive too deep into it, Like, um, but Eastern like ways of thinking like buddhism and confucianism and taoism all have like really valuable lessons to teach artists Mm -hmm. i think or creative people or people in general but like especially art like it relates to art a lot yeah and it seems to me just from uh reading a lot of 
artists, writers who I admire. Like it seems like a lot of people who who choose an art path and go very, very, very far on that path end up coming to kind of the same conclusions actually as you know these Eastern thought forms. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's an artist or writer who has maybe never even come in contact with any kind of Buddhism or things like that, but is just making art, they'll still kind of learn the same things that these meditative philosophies are teaching mm-hmm. which is interesting and that, that's part of the premise of this whole becoming human project is like art as that as that path as mm-hmm. as, as a meditative project yeah yeah it's almost like in practice versus like in theory yeah like artists mm-hmm. practice like the teachings of the buddhism and like taoism and stuff like confucianism but um they don't even need to like understand the concepts or the theories behind like the intellectual stuff behind that like they don't need to be aware of that like Mm -hmm. necessarily but they practice it which is interesting yeah exactly Um, yeah it's just embodied yeah they're like two different things like in like action and like um theory or like thoughts yeah so so one thing i'm curious about your thoughts on this because one um i guess sort of notion i have right now is that everything that's happening on on the page when you're creating is kind of uh the microcosm of your life right i mean that's another way in which art becomes instructive mm. to us and how we live our lives so using that example of like confronting self-doubt or self-aggrandizement as you're creating on the page i, I think those principles then extend out to like just overall life you know whether it's us in our relationships or us in our careers or, or whatever you know I think same thing there's moments of like self-doubt and then self-aggrandizement that that you're learning to let go of Mm -hmm. so would you say i guess what i'm asking is um would you say that your experience in drawing a piece is similar to just your experience and how you carry yourself through life yeah totally um i see like my art practice is kind of a reflection of how I how I think and it's almost like a mental challenge for me or like a mental game and um, helps me realize my potentials too like every time I make a new piece um, even when I'm drawing like every tattoo I ever like every tattoo project I take on I experience like the whole spectrum of like <laughs> of like thoughts and like self-doubt self-grand what did you call it like self-grandice or yeah aggrandizement um, yeah. like i i start out with a blank sheet of paper and i'm like really intimidated i'm like i don't know if i could do this like what if it turns out like shit like what right. if i'm disappoint the art the client what if i don't make the deadline so many like so much so much self-doubt that i have to overcome with each with like every drawing that i take on but as it develops i have to get into like a flow process and like trust that like I start out with like brainstorming and really loose sketching and like not thinking too hard about like the final product just getting some ideas down and getting some like um like I draw on a lot of post-its or I I dedicate like a whole page to just like doodling related to the, the subject that I'm trying to draw and then I start getting like more confident in my like abilities where I'm like okay like I, I I like this idea like I don't like that idea like let's narrow it down let's like pursue this like a little more or let's explore this a little more and then as i go i just keep having to like remind myself to trust the process right and then it kind of just and then um and then i i i think the once i get past that stage then i'm able to um put a little more stress on myself and like create a final like polished project and and like a commit to a design and then like put it on scan and that's where I have to be as confident as possible and that's why I have to approach it with like as much confidence as I as I can in order for it to turn out the best way possible and then after I'm done I'm usually like I'm usually like oh that was like that turned out really well like I'm excited for the next project like yeah Yeah, um, yeah. to see what happens to see how I grow or to see how I like approach or how I like tackle you know the project or it's just a it's just like a fun process like overcoming your own like mental chains or imprisonment <laughs> yeah yeah because um 
I don't know. I, I kind of like proved to myself, like I doubt myself, but then I proved to myself. It's like all about like, I'm like battling myself. It's like self versus self kind of thing. Right. Right. When it comes to art. And it's a constant cycle, you know, what mm -hmm. you're describing, right? Like that's, it's that cycle over and over again, but yeah. each time you just, you get more familiar with that cycle. Yeah. So it's, it's totally like, it's a still process. cycling. Yeah. yeah. But you're, but the, the tension, it, it's a little bit less tense. You yeah. Know, you learn yeah. how to like work with it a bit more every time. Yeah. You know? And I remember like some of my earlier projects, like murals and stuff, it would take me forever to do. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, like I, like, cause I was just unfamiliar with the whole process, you know, right. I like, I would, I would get self doubt and then like, it would, it would stop me from even touching the paintbrush or touching the mural at all for a while. And then I just like forced, and then like, it was just like a slower version of that process. But as I do yeah. the process over and over again by taking on new projects, then I get like more productive and like more like um, confident and more efficient in yeah. that process. But it's it's really fun. I think it's, it's, it's like a fun mental game for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool, I love that. Cool, I think that's a good uh, space to stop in, but um, where can people find you if, uh, if anyone wants a tattoo, commissions, that sort of thing? Uh, I have a website, gilbertwhiteart.com, where you can look at like my portfolio, um, a lot of drawings and art, like paintings on there. I have an Instagram, Psyche Surrealism, that shows like my, you know, traditional artwork. And then I have phantom.flesh, which is my tattoo page. So any of those, you can find my work. And also be doing like a lot of in-person events um and since it's getting warmer now so like art walks and you know like we have a live painting coming up so um yeah just ar like around the community like around town or online um that's where you can find me <laughs> cool. oh yeah well thanks man i appreciate the conversation yeah thanks jared thanks for having me yeah,